Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm Dr. Alan Snyder, here with one of my good friends, Liam Lynch. Yo, what's going on? Happy to be here. Yo, yo, what's up? Down in the hood. Yeah, I'm here. Happy to have you. I'm going to put a warning out right now for anybody listening to this. We are about to nerd out so hardcore to beer because Booze Your Daddy is also a play on words for booze, B-O-O-Z-E, and I love beer. I do. It's one of my favorite things. I like the smell. I like the taste. I met my match when I met Liam. Fair? Oh, yeah. Fair? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We met over beers at Roberta's. I thought we met over shitty pizza at Roberta's, but if you want to say beers, then (laughs) shots fired. I couldn't wait to get that out. We've hung out a couple of times on these great double dates. We've always gone to places that have incredible beer lists, whether it was the trivia night that uh, Sarah put together, whether it was Roberta's, the pizza, whether it was in Greenpoint. We've always had this massive beer selection, and you're like, me, you do not pick one. You don't go basic. I'm going to get the Bud Light or I'm going to get the whatever the cool thing. The Allagash White is the new like basic bitch beer because it's like, it's not Bud Light, but it's also better than that. But it's a very starter beer, but you go one by one down the list. You try different things. I respect that because I do the same thing. I'll mix up some stuff in there. So I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate you coming on and let's get into it. Let's get into it. I've got a selection here. I mean, I'm starting with the basic basic because I feel basic today. It's very hot. So the summer shandy, right? The the summer shandy. Now, who is that made by? Oh, I cannot pronounce it. It's German. Well, let's let me give it a go. And uh, your listeners will hate me. Lingenkugel? Very close. Now, I laugh (laughs) because, you know, we do our pictures where we post on our Instagram, Booze Your Daddy, B-O-O-S-Y-O-U-R-D-A-D-D-Y. And of course, I'll tag you definitely. And when we were doing this, you kind of said like, is it is it Lingenkudel? And I was melting. I was chomping at the bit because the pride of Chippewa Falls is where it's made. And it is Leinenkugel, which is how you pronounce that. That used to be one of my favorites. Now, I'm guessing you picked that out because you've heard me on the show say that I love Shandy. Shandies are yes. one of my favorites. That one happens to be just a little too sweet for me. It used to be my go-to Shandy. And nowadays, yep. it's just a little bit. And sometimes I'll even mix it with something else to give it a little bit less sweetness, but it's a great shandy. It's super refreshing. They also make no less than 27 different flavors. If you... Yeah. So they've got grapefruit. They've got like a uh, Oktoberfest one that seemed intriguing. They think there's raspberry, black raspberry, black blueberries, blueberry schnozberries. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries pretty much. They, if there is a berry, if there is a flavor, Lining Kugel makes it, but the regular summer lemon shandy is a crowd pleaser and it pleases my heart to see you have that beer. And have you guys talked on the show about origins of a shandy in Germany. I have not. I'm all ears. This is according to my co-worker who is German. It's a I don't know of the exact cyclist but there was a cyclist in Germany who uh, ran out of beer and so they poured lemonade in it. It became like the cyclist, you know, summer drink in Germany and it's popular among athletes there. That's I don't know. Awesome. That's what he tells me. Maybe that's wildly inaccurate. I'll buy it. It's the same thing like you know, people say break a leg for when you're performing. Yeah. I've heard so many different origins of that. Like, well, it was because you, it's your 
saying the irony of break a leg. There's some people say, oh, they used to, you know, stamp their feet to make noise on the rafters for cheering. And I've heard that. The only thing I can tell you about Germans and their summer shandy is I went to Oktoberfest about six years ago where they had all this beer and they needed somebody to help out. And I volunteered as tribute to go do it because who better than me to help the Germans? And we went to, they have a central park there. So we went on this bike ride and it's very just like Central Park we have here. And there was a couple choices this time at Oktoberfest. There was the regular, there was a dark beer, I think there was a Hefeweizen, and then they had non-alcoholic beer. And the non-alcoholic beer in Germany is a 4% shandy, which is hysterical because I think our shandies here are like 3.8% or something. Oh, yeah. The fact that they're non-alcoholic beer, I mean, a Bud Light. Like- it, it was stronger than a Bud Light. They said, well, yeah, in case you're driving, you don't want to be, you know, too drunk, but we drink Zelita with the 8% beer. You have the non-alcoholic beer. And it was hysterical. <laughs> it was hysterical. But the, they do it so, so amazing in Germany. The people there, they start drinking at such an early age. It's much yes. more open. I was in Oktoberfest in Munich for about a week or so doing different things. We weren't always doing the Oompa Loompa tents all day. Wouldn't you know that in a week of people drinking, everybody is out of their mind, shit face drunk. There were zero fights and there were zero people puking, which was so surprising because in America, you can't go out on a Friday night anywhere without seeing one of those two things. Yeah. Though, is it us or is it something in the water here? I mean, we just, are we, we're mixing? I don't know. Wow. I- that could be what it is. I had no idea, but it was it was very weird. And I don't know. My beer, and I've been trying to get different beers and yeah, try- what are you drinking? I've been trying new beers and I saw something and it had your name on it because it is made in Brooklyn at something called the Greenpoint Beer and Ale Company. Yes. And, and we've hung out in Greenpoint before. Of course, Julia used to live there. It's called Smash Street and it is an extra pale ale, 6.2% alcohol by volume, but it has this cool little fireworky logo on it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I- uh, That's perfect. I I'm love much, that. Let's crack these puppies and get it going, yeah? Right, yeah, sounds good. Cheers. Cheers, Lachaim. Boom. It's a shame these days that I actually really like the term trump card because I grew up playing spades and the trump card is the ace of spades. And I nowadays when you say that like she trumped me or it was the trump card, it, it doesn't have a good meaning. So I, I can't say that anymore. So hopefully in November, we can go back to saying the trump card maybe. We that's, might. That's my wish, I guess. You know, okay, that sound when you open up, you know, a beer can or a soda, that is a, uh, in a lot of music these days. That's a sound effect in music. Give me um, one song. Justin Bieber Intentions or Do You Want to Come Over by Britney Spears. They all have that sound soda pop opening. I, and I can't unhear it in these songs. I actually had called Las Vegas earlier and checked the sports book. They had set the over under on 12 minutes before you made a Britney Spears reference. <laughs> It looks like the under is going to pay because it was 11 minutes into this podcast, basically, before you... Ooh, a big Britney Spears fan here. I'm well aware of this. <laughs> I know about your and Sarah's love for Britney. Is it more you or her? Uh, her. I mean, she's got the tattoo. Hers started at a very young age. Mine was a little bit more into high school. She's got me. She's the bigger fan. She met her, you know, paid the $2,000 and the meet and greet to go stand with her for two seconds. And it was the best day of her life. Wow. So at risk of a family... Family member losing their medical license, and at risk of Sarah hating me, 
I'm going to tell a funny Britney Spears story. I have an uncle who is a professional dermatologist and he got called up one time on some random Saturday forever ago when Britney was in town. It was Britney had a breakout and she needs an immediate help. This is in Baltimore, Maryland. And she comes in with her massive bodyguard. He's in everything. Anytime she's ever had a cameo, it's this massive black guy. He's always there to protect her. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't know who she was, but he called my sister who was 12, 11 at the time and said, come to my office right now. Get your mom to drive me. There's somebody here I think you'll really like. And my sister went up there and she got to take a picture with Britney Spears. Best part of it is Britney, you know, did her hair all differently. And then she quickly flipped it back to the way she normally does it to take a picture, but also to cover up the breakout on her forehead, which I didn't know about because of course it's medical HIPAA license. There's still a picture and she had a massive breakout. My sister got to meet her, take a quick picture with her without paying the $2,000. Is that picture framed somewhere? I think it's still hanging in my parents' house in my sister's room. My parents have their house still that we grew up in. I've been since. I was four, my sister, since she was born. We both have our original rooms. And when you go home and use their house and use the bed, if you leave a sock on the floor, it will be there the time you go back three, four months later. My mom's not cleaning it. Nobody goes in the rooms. I think my sister's room has been preserved since she moved out of the house. It's that time capsule. It does have that. I mean, she still has like a shot glass collection, which is kind of funny because she's not the biggest drinker. I I do too. Yeah, it's behind me. A shot glass selection. I don't know why, you know, never love just what it is. That's what you do as a kid. Collect it definitely records. is. You have a nice background because I love <laughs> the way the house, the house is. But I want to talk a little about the foreground because we were talking about this before we got on the podcast. You are decked out in watermelons. Yes. What My is girlfriend this? got me this shirt, this Oxford shirt with watermelons all over it. And it's because we are obsessed with uh, Harry Styles' uh, song, Watermelon Sugar, this summer. And we've been jamming out to it pretty much every day. It's just our summer theme song. Can you sing me a bar of this? I don't know the song. I mean, I'm a terrible singer, but let's say it's like watermelon sugar, ha, watermelon sugar, ha. Oh, and I, I like create a whole dance move. You know, it's great. It's great. I don't know if you can put it on TikTok anymore. You got to switch to the Instagram, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Reels, right? Reels, Reels or something. Yeah, I've looked yeah. at it. It's, it's it's pretty weird. Being such a <laughs> beer nerd, beer snob, whatever you want to call it, which I, I love you for it. I want to hear about not your favorite beer because that always changes. I want to hear about your first beer or yeah. the first beer you remember or something like that. Yeah, the first beer, my dad, as when I was like three years old, anytime he was responsible for for, you know, watching me at home, he would give me his Sam Adams and some crackers, like a a couple swigs of it, you know? So Sam Adams has that nostalgic, oh, dad's feeding me type of thing. I don't know if that was abuse or anything. (laughs) It wasn't, but you know, you know, he was feeding me Sam Adams and crackers. Uh, No, Sam Adams, great. And I love the New England beers, but that wasn't really what got me into it. What got me into it, my all-time favorite, I'm a huge IPA fan. Double IPA. I like my beer down and dirty and ready to party, which means high ABV count. I like one or two and I like to get buzzing. You know, I don't want to have to drink like five to, to get going, you know, but um, is Dirt Wolf by Victory Brewing. They're double IPA. It's like 8.7%. It's got four different types of hops in it, like Citra, Mosaic. The aromas are intense, delicious, and I love it. Do they call it a diaper? Yeah. The Sam, Ad- I'm being serious right now because the Sam Adams, you're f- originally from Mass, right? Well, Connecticut, but yeah. Connecticut. And school in Massachusetts, all New England. Yeah, I- yeah. I'm going with the New England like Mass whole theme here and please take that as a dig. Being a Dipa fan, the accent also up there, you don't have too bad of a Dipa kid on the Kana, right? 
A diaper. Oh, wow. Wow. That accent was perfect. I'm working on it. That was really good. Thank that was you. really, really good. Uh, I'm a wicked oh, pisser. Wow. <laughs> I would say wicked. I mean, when I went to school in Massachusetts, it was just wicked. Every other word. Wicked. Wicked good. Wicked bad. Wicked pisser. For anybody listening that doesn't know, obviously wicked is a very New Englandy thing. You used it correctly. Not that I have any right to judge your accent. I went out on a handful of dates years ago with this girl who was from somewhere up there. And we were talking about something that said, oh my God, it's so wicked. And she stopped. She said, no. It's wicked what? I said, what do you mean? She was like, yeah, it was wicked. She goes, I said, it was, it was a wicked time. She goes, no, was it wicked good? Was it wicked bad? Was it wicked awesome? People sometimes just say it was wicked, and that is incorrect. That is a yeah. red flag. You sound like an idiot. Don't. It has to be, it's an adjective. It's wicked what? Then you used it correctly. So Yeah, it's, it's got to be something. It's very whatever. You know, it's like saying like, oh, that's very over there. Uh, I don't know what that means, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's good that you use that there. I just got in to the IPA somewhat recently because I was a little bit of a basic bitch when it came to drinking beers. And as I expanded my palate, I became a wheat beer fan. And my first big one before it was super popular was Blue Moon. I was like, oh, Blue Moon is great. And they give you a little orange and I would put that in there and I would go to the German beer places and we'd have Hefeweizens and those were really good. And the vanilla flavors and the banana nodes, this and I was just really into it. And then one day it just got too sweet for me. I, I don't know what happened, but it was very sweet. Now I couldn't do, I started ordering my Blue Moons and just don't put an orange in it. I, I don't want the orange. And I slowly started trying other things, but I was always no IPAs. Do never give me an IPA. I don't want an IPA. I went out on a date about four years ago and I'm sitting with this girl and she was very good looking and she was very entertaining. But I knew 10 minutes into this date, it was not going where it's past this date. But I would always try to make the best of times. And she was somewhat of a comedian, although I forget what she did for work. She was telling me all these stories. And we got to this margarita place and we had our margaritas. And I finished mine super quick. And she's stalling and she's really not drinking. And the last thing we ever want to do on a first date, certainly online, is be like, uh, baby girl, come on, tip, bottoms up here. We got to get yeah. the party going here. And I'm not, pu- I'm never pushing that. So I started ordering other beers. And I was getting, I mean, right through the list of what they had of things that I like. And I am through my first beer, through my second, with the margarita under my belt. And she just finished finishes her margarita and goes, can I get a glass of red wine, please? And I was like, okay, all right. So this is happening. Now, she was not a nurse for real life, but she was nursing that wine forever. And (laughs) the date was entertaining enough that I didn't want to say like, all right, this has been great. I got to go. I kept ordering drinks. And then we got to the point in my head, I got to start ordering something that I don't like because I'm drinking these beers way too fast. I was enjoying the time. I ordered some pale ale. I think it was was like an arrogant bastard. I think they make a pale ale. Yep. And I ordered it and I started drinking and I even like kind of braced myself for it. And next thing you know, I was, Ooh, that was better than I remember it being. Finally, you know, we wrap up and I never spoke with her again. And I, I think her MO was more, well, I didn't, nothing happened. We left the bar, went our separate ways and was more, she didn't drink or she didn't like drinking or she had a bad stomach. And she basically just, she wanted to go on dates. And I think some people know that certain guys are not going to date them, go out with them if they don't drink. And yeah. some people go and kind of fake it till they make it. And that's always the wrong thing, in my opinion. Somebody's going to love you for who you are. It doesn't matter what you're doing. And if they don't, because you don't drink or you don't do whatever, then guess what? Not your person anyway. Doesn't matter. Totally. So I now have this newfound love of pale ales and I'm like Mr. Pale Ale, but I went away with my friends and 
we got a pale ale sampler and it came with an IPA. And I was like, get that shit away from me. I'm not drinking that. I don't do IPAs. And then I have to actually take you to a place. We have to go to Hoboken, which I used to live in. I love to death. I go there with two of my best friends. It used to be once a month, once every other month because we can order. They don't have a kitchen. You order food from whatever restaurant you want. And then you go to a bar that legit has 50 craft beers on tap and you've never heard of any of them. I mean, it's great. There's a couple places in the city that have maybe 20, 25. When they, and when they run out, like that's it. There's no more and you're done. We go there and we just all, we rotate. We try a ghost here. We try different types of stouts. It doesn't matter. They have cask beers that I'll take up some lukewarm piss every now and then. So I went there and I tell the bartender like, Hey, Mr. Bartender, I would uh, love to have a pale ale. And he goes, I know you want a pale ale, but can you just try this IPA? I said, no, no means no. I don't drink IPAs. He goes, here, dude, here's a free sample. Take this beer, try it. And I took a sip and I was converted. It was a tropical IPA and I was... It was a little fruity. So it had, it had some fruit there. Okay. okay. It did. The, the tropical IPAs are a gateway drug to people who like pale ales or yes. wheats. And the weird thing I always got shit for is because wheat beers and IPAs, people think if you like one, you like the other. And I've always found they're the opposite ends of the spectrum. As I've had more of a love for pale ales and IPAs, I've gotten away from the wheat beers. I just nowadays, I don't know if I'm going to have a wheat beer. I'd just rather have a lager or something. If I'm going to have some like yeah. plain, there, there's very few wheat beers. My only wheat beer that I really, really love is one of my good friends, Josh, his girlfriend, Heather, who's not a listener, but Josh, she is. Abita makes a strawberry wheat. That's pretty delightful. So if you ever see that, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm all over. I love beer recommendations. It just gets me excited. I'm like, friend, loved it. I'm going to have it. I, just, I have actually I had some IPAs that I want to feature here right now Do with it. me. From okay. Connecticut, since I'm in Connecticut at my parents' house, we have two roads here. Cloud sourced, hazy, juicy IPA, Stratford, Connecticut. Two roads, classic, can't go wrong. But also Stony Creek beer, really good beer. Also in Stratford, Connecticut, we have Cranky IPA, really popular in Mystic. Mystic, that's the pizza place, right? Yes, yeah. We're, I'm five minutes down the road from that infamous place. The pizza, I love the pizza. I'm in the minority. Everyone does not like pizza. Are, wait, so are you a big pizza fan? We, you were hating on Roberta's a little bit earlier. I was hating and hinting. To say I'm a pizza fan would be an understatement. I mean, I think candy and sweets are okay. I don't love I'm chocolate. I need more something else. Like I would never eat a Hershey Kiss or a plain M&M. But if you give me an M&M with a peanut in it or something like Reese's Pieces is my jam, Butterfinger, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, I love. But with candy, that's not my thing. I'm a sweet and savory, more the savory. Pizza is my addiction. If they had meetings, I would show up. Hi, my name is Alan. I am a pizza addict. I have a major problem. Any combination of carb, red sauce, mozzarella I love I absolutely love yeah here's the thing I feel so strong I'm with you all so much that I don't trust people who don't like pizza like I I'm weirded I'm like what has happened to you that you don't like that combination of food I truly don't get it yeah maybe it's a gluten-free thing is the only thing I can say <laughs> the only reasonable excuse I really can't come up I actually don't know anybody who doesn't like who doesn't like pizza I know people that say they're trying to eat healthy I know people that maybe like, again, the gluten thing. But I don't know anybody that's just like, eh, I don't love pizza. So are you saying that that would be your last meal? Like if you were, you know, on death's door or you were given the death sentence, your last meal on earth would be beer and pizza. So I've played this game enough. I actually have a choreographed answer and you've, I'm afraid we're not going to be friends after my three answers. Pizza is definitely one of them. Of course, this is too hard because you're like, oh, I just want pizza. My other two, and I, I, people know me well enough. I love Olive Garden. Olive Garden 100% is going to be in my 
my my final three meals. The other one, I don't care, is I would get a double fish fillet. I get the double because I they they don't make triples yet. As soon as they start making triples, I'll get a triple. <laughs> The double fish filet sandwich, so two patties on one bun, extra value meal at McDonald's. McDonald's is still at the top. So those are my three. But again, gun to my head, I'm taking pizza from somewhere. I would go crazy. Of course, when you rank the pizzas, I have rankings of different places. Is that your last meal, Liam? Pizza. Yeah, for sure pizza. But also I have to say, I got to go back to from Dairy Queen, I would probably get a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Blizzard. The combination of- I'm a Butterfinger Blizzard person. So Yeah. yeah. Okay, but so you would go pizza and blizzard, and then after that combination, if you were getting the death penalty, you'd probably want to die anyway. So it, it's actually a pretty combination, right? That is, I would want to die. I would not want to live after I've ingested all of that. <laughs> I heard on a podcast one, I don't know if it's for a fact, so it may or may not be, but I think it was Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber. I think oh, his, yeah. his last meal was like two pints of mint chocolate chip or mint chip Ben and Jerry's ice cream, with the joke being, if you ate two pints of that, you'd just want to die anyway, so it doesn't matter. I think it was. He I was killed, murdered, or you know, executed in where I was born, in Terre Haute, Indiana. I so that was like, euthanized? I think euthanized might euthanized. be Euthanized, yeah, euthanized, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know for a fact that that is what, like I heard it once, I was like, oh, okay, and I, that always has stuck with me. I'm very auditory, so when I hear something, I remember where I was when I heard it, and every time I'm at that subway platform, I'm like, oh, I remember that one time I heard that. Yeah, it was a very popular, very much popular, you know, they wanted to know what he, what his last meal was. Maybe, you know, we ask ourselves that because because of him. That being said, I actually talk about this all the time. I've driven cross country a couple of times. When people ask, where have you been, Alan, that I didn't know and I should go? The Oklahoma City Memorial, the federal building, I don't know if you've ever been there. It is one of the, I'm getting goose pimples. Like it is one of the most peaceful, beautiful places I've ever been to because the outer structure of the building is still there. They have this little two inch pond with running water and they have a chair for every person that unfortunately, you know, died in the bombing. And then they have eight little chairs for the children that were affected. And then you go there and it's just one of those, I'm not taking anything away from the 9-11 or anything else in the world, mm-hmm. but that was the one place that I was just like, wow. I mean, I really am, I, I'm getting goosebumps just talking yeah. about it. Like it is such a cool place. And then they have a cute little fake man-made downtown. It's called Bricktown where they have outdoor concerts. And I never thought in my life I'd spend a night in Oklahoma City, but I did. I know. And you you it, are changing my whole view on this right it, now. It was, it was cool. I don't recommend going there, but I, if you're ever thinking about driving cross country, you can go, I think, like two or three ways. That's the bottom way. Okay. It, it was cool. I recommend it to anybody. It's very, very cool. You can see pictures online of it. I know people that have just seen that. You'll get a little bit of how it feels. This podcast took a very morbid turn for the worse. So let's, I know. we're just Before we get into the more fun part of the show, I guess I'll just share real quickly my first beer because I kind of like yeah. you grew up. My dad always drank Coors or Michelob and he was like, oh, you want a sip? Here you go. And I was like, I'm, I'm a beer. And I, I would drink a sip and go, this is terrible. I don't never want to have this. So maybe that was my first beer. But I remember going to a crab feast, being from Maryland, we're big seafood people, more than you lobster chowder heads up there. <laughs> they were serving, I think it was Mad Dog. I'm going to post a picture online. It's a can that has this ugly bulldog on it. I had three or four of them and I was probably 15 years old and just going back to the cooler and not a single parent there would ever say, uh, what are you doing? Like, you're a child drinking this. <laughs> but my parents were totally okay. They couldn't care less. My parents have always gone 
one, they never supplied me with beer, but they've always gone with the theory of we'd rather you drink under our roof than somewhere else and drive and yep. Lord knows that what could happen. And I think when I'm a parent, I'll figure out maybe my theory and philosophy, but I didn't think that was the worst thing growing up. No, no. I think that uh, you end up not rebelling at 18 and then just drinking yourself silly because you have no idea what it tastes like, right? Prevents that, I think. So makes sense it, to me. It does. The Europeans may have it figured out. Did you like the beer at that time? Well, I'm, I'm like curious. Like, what was your like childhood memory of beer? Because mine was almost like it tasted like soda. Like it was just a carbonated drink. Uh, again, keeping in mind this this Red Dog beer was n- not very good. <laughs> I didn't love it. I was just drinking it, I guess, to maybe get drunk or something. I mean, I was a child. I had no idea what I was, what I was doing. I don't know when I actually started really liking beer <sighs> 10 years ago, I guess, when I was really like, oh my God, I really love the flavor. I per- if I get to choose beer or soda, I would have picked soda maybe about 10 years ago. And nowadays, right. soda's garbage. It's not good for you. And at least beer has natural flavors and stuff. So I'm more of a beer drinker now. I actually don't keep soda. I, I'm not anti-soda. I have one every now and then, but I do not, do not, do not keep soda in my house ever. We don't keep soda in our house either, but I will say we do keep a lot of seltzer and something that we've been drinking a lot is seltzer with CBD. Okay. Long Trail with the beer, uh, the beer maker makes an awesome CBD seltzer. Totally recommend it. It has 20 milligrams of CBD. I don't know if it's the placebo effect, but I feel calm afterwards. So I totally recommend it. No, this is actually a really big thing now. A lot of places are making this. I know Kill Cliff is a big one. They make these CBD drinks that have like 25 milligrams. And yeah, I'm a CBD person and I appreciate that you're talking about this people are so stupid with cbd they're like i'm not getting high drinking soda oh, like, i know I'm like okay there's no thc you have no idea what you're talking about it's obscene it's really funny it really is every time i like i'm walking around with it they're like what, what are you going to get high i'm like no <laughs> no it's definitely not how it works liam you've listened to enough episodes these episodes yeah. generally finish out with a little bit of trivia and i guess we didn't talk about it too much but i have five questions prepared for you i love it so i am a huge fan of trivia but i know nothing but I, I'm here for it. I'm ready to be un, uninformed. That's okay. <laughs> I consider myself a quiz master general here and I don't make questions so obscene that like you're going to sit around and go, dude, I have no idea. Like they're going to be close enough. You'll get some guesses. Furthermore, I've seen you at a trivia before and you get a little rowdy. I get super into it. Super <laughs> intense, very competitive for no reason at all. Absolutely no reason. I have no skills to back it up. Dude, that's what I have. That's what I bring to trivia is just energy, I guess. <laughs> Bringing the noise, bring in the funk. Yep. <laughs> You're just going to write it down and then we'll go over them. Question number one, how many ounces of beer are in a growler? And I'm going to be nice and give you a plus or minus five. So as long as you're within five of the right number, that's good. Got it. Start with an easy ball. I love this. I love this. All right. They get harder. Question number two, name America's oldest brewery. It's written on the label. It's the people there are obnoxious about it. America's oldest brewery. Such a good question. If you said the state, I would settle for that too. All right. Such a good question. I've been to numerous trivias and they ask this question. That's something that I should know off the top of my head. And I'm like going through the list here of possibilities. Okay. I'm ready. Question number three, the German word Hefe, H-E-F-E, means what? Now I'm going to give you a hint. It is one of the main ingredients in beer. Good? I'm good. I'm good. Think, right. I think. <laughs> Jesus. I'm afraid you're just crushing these at this point. All right. Now the next two are a little harder, but I'm going to give you a multiple choice. So worst case, you just take a 25% chance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, according to the Japanese brewer, Ki- Kirin, Kirin, 
probably like Karen, and we're, this would be great. This is what we started calling Karens. Karen, <laughs> which country is the largest consumer per capita? Now, I'm going to read them in alphabetical order. A, Czech Republic. B, Ireland. C, Germany. D, Poland. Oh, it's between two. I know, I know. Okay, I've got it narrowed down. I mean, this isn't who wants to be a millionaire. You can't phone a friend or get a 50-50. <laughs> True. Although, do you remember back when that dude, I forget his original name, he smoked that show and got to the final question and still had a lifeline left. And he said, I, can I can I call somebody real quick? And they're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Reach, you know, RIP Reach, pour one out. Yeah. And he calls his dad and goes, hey, dad, guess what? I just won a million dollars. That was so badass. That was baller. That was so that was baller. Yeah. That was the biggest flex ever. It was awesome. I, I respect that. Unfortunately, you don't get that luxury. Nope. <laughs> And question number five, if you get this, good on you. Non-alcoholic beers typically have as much alcohol as which piece of fruit? A, banana. B, kiwi. C, pear. D, pineapple. Ooh, this is an amazing, wow. I have uh, no idea. That's going to be a, just a wild guess. Okay. Love it. You you are the master of making these this trivia. I, I love this. Thank you. They were hopefully, we're going to go over them. My goal is most idiots should be able to get three of them. If you're better than three, then that makes you more of an expert on some stuff. I, what what if you don't get three? What What's below? You're just an idiot? It depends. So enough people, enough of my friends, they comment on, wow, that was really hard. Or how did that person not know this? And everybody's got comments. What I do tell my friends who listen to the show, it's a lot easier when you're sitting at home and you're doing whatever. It's very different when you're sitting under the lights because I have my moments when Stephanie will quiz me and I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. And afterwards, like, how did you not think of that? You're like, oh my God, you know, we did this trivia the other week and I, I had the answer on my tongue and I just couldn't remember the name and I felt really stupid afterwards. So Totally. Thank, thank you for giving me an out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. If you get them all wrong, you're, you know, it's all good. All right, I think I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Question number one, how many ounces in a growler? 64. 64 right on the money. Number two, name America's oldest brewery. I honestly don't know. Massachusetts, Sam Adams. I have no idea. Uh, it's another East Coast state place. Come it's down. Not Ma- it's not Massachusetts? It's not. Come south. More well, south. Connecticut? More south. It is Yingling. Oh. Yingling, yings yeah. and wings. If you see it on the bottle, it says like yeah. world America's oldest brewery. Yeah, and, and people there are it so obnoxious. It does, but that's okay. Number three, the German word hefe means what? I've got three. I've got three uh, words <laughs> that got, I can choose got, from. You've got three words. Also, I think there's three ingredients in beer. So yeah, exactly. That's I. So I'm like, all right, all right. I'm nice. Right. I'm nice. I'll give you two guesses. Two guesses. Okay. Um, it's not malt. It is not malt. The other wheat, thing, wheat, hop. Damn it. Hop. I thought you were gonna say hops and then go for something else but it's actually yeast oh jeez, yeast yeah sorry one of the the, you need yeast in beer you do need yeast in beer question number four according to the japanese brewer karen i'm calling them or karen which country is the largest consumer per capita czech republic ireland germany poland all right i know it's one of these two and i'm gonna be so upset if i choose would you like to use your 50 50 what is that you then you're gonna break it down i'm gonna get i'm gonna get rid of two of the wrong answers. Well, I know that Ireland and Germany are out. I was going to give you Czech and Poland was going to be your 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's Czech or Poland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. I'm going to go with Poland. I'll give you another guess. Prague. It's Prague. They drink a lot in Czech Republic. Dang it. They do. Do you know what their native beer in Prague is? If you ever go in there and you say, give me your finest domestic beer, what you'll get? What? No. A Budweiser. 
like an actual like Budweiser. an actual Czech Budweiser. I used to bartend, and somebody came in. They said, "What are the domestic beers? We're from we're from Czech." And I showed them the Bud Coors, and I think Miller we had, and they're like, "You know, we brew Bud where we're from." And you know, because what's his name? Like Adolf Budweiser, whoever that guy yeah. back in the day. He's he was from there, so they have a Budweiser brewery in the Czech Republic in Prague, and that is very Czech when you go over there. It may be slightly different. I've never been to Czech, but if I did, I'd probably just get lost staring at the women there. But <laughs> beautiful, but wait. So they they love it. They love Budweiser over there. That's just, love Budweiser. Yeah. I read somewhere that in Prague they, on average, the average citizen drinks like eight liters of beer a week. So why did you wrong. say that for your answer then? I know I panicked and also thought the Poland pe- Polish people drank a lot of beer. <laughs> Oh, uh, that well, that might go with maybe the stereotype there. And number five, non-alcoholic beers typically contain as much alcohol as which piece of fruit, banana, kiwi, pear, or pineapple? I'm just gonna go with my gut, pear. I tried to give you a little hint earlier. I dropped a banana reference when I was talking about the hefeweizens and everything in there. I tried to make it known, but it's banana actually. I did not know that. That was meant to be my. In case you really crushed the first four, that was my out to be like, all right. Wow. Well, I'm certifiably. I think an idiot at this point i think you know you need to send me a sticker or something (laughs) i would never say that because you're awesome and i love drinking beers with you and i cannot wait until we get a chance to meet up and have some pizza and have some beers and have some laughs again i know and until then dude you are spreading the joy with these podcasts uh sarah and i enjoy listening to them so much you bring so much light and energy and vibrancy so you know keep it keep it up thank you thank you so much before we head out is there anything you want to plug anything you want to say in the world to anything all you know eight million yeah. listeners we have eight million listeners Oof. no just enjoy yourself this time sucks but uh lean on the people that you love i love that <laughs> lean on lean on the people you love is great advice because yeah I, I have nothing else more to say to that this was a longer episode but i let people know that at the beginning i said we're gonna nerd out because we're nerds when it comes to beer and i love drinking beer and i love drinking beer with you so anybody listening to this make sure you download the episodes give us a like give us a rating hit subscribe thank you so much liam alan thank you so much love you take it easy peace we out